Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is an important movie for what it represents in the Hollywood system that has a history of having ignored or neglected Asian performers for decades. Perhaps no other ethnic group has been as consistently marginalized. Whites performing in blackface ultimately fell out of favor, but yellowface continued well into the 1980s. Therefore, to have an Asian director and a predominantly Asian cast in a Hollywood picture is noteworthy, to say the least. And this is a big movie. Superhero genre from Marvel Studios. Top of the heap, so to speak. The film loosely adapts the comic book character Shang-Chi, who is known as the Master of Kung Fu. Created by Steve Englehart and Jim Starlin, Shang-Chi made his first appearance in 1973 at the height of the martial arts movie craze. Simu Liu plays the title role. You may remember Liu from Kim's Convenience. He's a talented young actor who is also a skilled stunt performer. Liu handles the demands of the job exceptionally well. I think in many pictures, particularly in the martial arts genre, the star's performance is overwhelmed by the action. This doesn't happen with Liu. He manages to artfully balance his acting performance with the required physicality. The movie follows Shang, who we find living in San Francisco, as he is drawn into a web of intrigue involving the family he left behind. Through a series of flashbacks, the audience learns about the circumstances of his estrangement. Shang determines he must return to China and confront his past in an effort to secure his future. The film co-stars Aquafina as Shang's best friend, Katie. Also featured are Michelle Yeoh, Benedict Wong, Fala Chin, Florian Montano, Ben Kingsley, Minger Zhang, and Tony Chu Wai Lung as Shang's father. Everyone gives great performances, although I need to single out Aquafina and Tony Chu Wai Lung in particular. Aquafina seems to stand out regardless of whether she's acting, singing, doing stand-up, or whatever. And Tony Chu Wai Lung although he may be unfamiliar to Western audiences, is internationally known and one of Asia's most successful actors. Long breaks stereotypes as Shang's father in a role that isn't that of a traditional villain. In fact, this movie doesn't actually have a villain per se. Destin Daniel Cretton had his work cut out for him as the director but he combines all the elements effectively and with obvious care. Cretton co-wrote with screenwriters Dave Callahan and Andrew Lanham. In some ways, I don't know what to make of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This movie tries really hard to be something unique. It makes every effort to avoid stereotypes, which is positive. But I think it goes so far out of its way in doing so that what it's attempting is obvious and could even be perceived as pandering. Although, in its defense, the character of Shang-Chi comes from a different place in comic book history, and that's a place that is rife with stereotype. For comic book adaptations, I'm usually very interested in how accurately the producers translate the source material. In this case, the producers are running in the opposite direction. For example, in the comics, Shang's father is the diabolical Fu Manchu. You don't get more Asian stereotypy than that. And the main plot line for most of the original run was Shang-Chi versus his father. So, out of necessity, all of that stuff was out. Consequently, this Shang-Chi bears little resemblance to the one in the comics. My issue is, 
While the movie begins with a focus on his martial arts mastery, it ultimately leans towards the supernatural power of the Ten Rings. And the Shang-Chi from the comics wasn't known as the master of kung fu for nothing. He was so skilled that he could fight super-powered opponents with a high likelihood of victory. It's clear that the intention is to integrate this character into the pantheon of Marvel Cinematic Heroes going forward. I sort of wish they'd done it another way. And there's the avoidance of stereotypes to the point where, rather than have an Asian villain, they opt for no defined villain at all, which I think is a weakness in the film. And I'm not clear as to whether the producers are more interested in cultural sensitivity or in reaching the Chinese market. Most likely both. But I enjoyed it nevertheless. It has everything audiences have come to expect from Marvel and plenty of it. And in that this is a primarily Asian cast, you're seeing something you haven't before. There are plenty of Easter eggs for fans. Lots of action, adventure, drama, and of course, humor. The movie runs two hours and 12 minutes. While it drags in places, it maintains a brisk pace overall. It's rated PG-13 and is violent and kind of scary in parts. But you can take kids as young as perhaps 11. They won't understand everything, but probably won't be bored. This is a good movie, and I expect it will be well-received by fans, and an important film for the Asian community. Three stars out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.